are listening to Raid Chat, your podcast for news. Like cheap Chinese knockoff Savage Bloods or something. I know girls in this guild that don't transmog as much as you. Class tips. Yay, because that mastery is tasty. All us brown classes the same, Ban you? Yeah. Boss strategies. But it's quite delightful. It's, it's not too bad. It's, it should be faceable. Explosion balls. Oh no, balls. not shooting balls. Friggin' reflecting prism spreads like AIDS. And everything else you care about in World of Warcraft. I was like, does that make you a scruffy turd herder? Fooling around. Up. What? He's not summoning anybody but me. Can we get a Jeeves and then go pee? Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody. We have a wonderful episode planned today, but first, my name's Brent. I'm your host, and with me today in this lovely, lovely land of wishes and fulfillment, we have a pathetic paladin. Marcus, what's happening, man? Justice demands retribution. And my anger is my potion. Tim, what's happening, man? I ride shiny and chrome into Valhalla. There is that. Rainbow Bridge saves all. So, uh, man, it's been a week, hasn't it? Just so. Oh, man. It's been great. All right, so we're going to get to the fact that Legion has launched, all right? Um... We're 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 going to talk all about it. Trust me. But uh, so, uh, what have you guys been up to this week? I mean, really, are they just questing? Is that has everybody done anything other than questing and leveling? Anybody? I've done a uh, couple of dungeons. All right. Well, then we'll just get right to the the news. And the news, I mean, there's not too many news stories because Legion is live, guys. I mean, uh, it's. Like, what other news we want? It went live uh, Tuesday or Monday night. Uh, it's midnight uh, Pacific Standard Time or 3 o'clock in the morning my time. I, I got maybe two hours sleep, and I was up ready to go to play until I had to go to work. Uh, and the servers are pretty, actually, spot on. Like, spot fucking on. So, like, uh, what do you guys think? How'd, how'd the launch go for you, you guys? Any problems? Any hiccups? Uh, no, it was. Gr- I mean, I was online too at uh, two o'clock in the morning. Actually, one o'clock in the morning. I was on early just to uh, like be ready for it to launch, and it was. Uh, it was great. I mean, we were all online playing until almost sunup, and we all had to go to work. And uh, you know, logged back in then Tuesday afternoon after getting off of work, and it was still fine. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Hundred percent better than uh, the Drano launch for sure. Yeah, there was no spyglass to click on this time, so that's a bonus. <laughs> and the server, the server stayed up, so also second bonus. Uh, I guess first question is, how is everybody coming along? We'll get to you last, Marcus, because you're an asshole. Um, I I'm sitting at 105. Um, I think I'm halfway through Azuna. Um, how are you coming along, Tim? Uh, I am 105. I know I hit 105 last night. I think. Actually, I'm really close to 106, and we'll probably hit it later tonight when I finish High Mountain. I feel like I'm really close to finishing High Mountain, which would be my second zone. Um, it's just, it's kind of crazy because you just don't notice you're even leveling. Like, I, I haven't even cared. Like, I haven't even looked at my experience bar. I don't care. I'm just enjoying the story and playing the game. But, you know, leveling is just kind of a bonus. Yep, yep. All right, Marcus. How are you? How are you making along? How are you making along? Well, uh, I'm sitting nice at 110. When'd you hit 110? Today. 
today. Yeah, what's in today earlier? You know, some people have full time jobs and have to work, man. That's you know, that's how that's how work goes for some of us. Yeah, I got that luxury of being able to play a little bit more. How's that? How much have you done at one ten? Uh, well, uh, I actually hit one ten before I even completed all of the um, the initial zones that you have to beat the first four zones there. And so I, I'm trying to catch up with that. And I kind of think that's intended, um, personally. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I, what what item level are you getting from quests now that you're questing at one ten, like regular quests? They're between uh, about seven eighty five and eight hundred. Uh, depending on the quest, usually the end tier quests give you higher item level uh, pieces. Interesting. That's that's actually not far from like normal raid tier stuff. It's pretty spot on. Another good thing with uh with the questing really quickly is doing all your um your order hall missions, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can actually go and get your other um, artifact weapon. Yep. You get a ton of experience from doing those quests, and you don't have to waste any power on them if you don't want to. Yeah, you just kind of you kind of park them, and that's kind of what I've done. Um, and we talked last episode or in the uh, pilot episode. I don't want to really count that as a full episode, so let's everybody listening to the sound of my voice. Let's pretend it didn't happen. You can do each of these zones in any order. They kind of scale to you. If you quest with people, they scale to you. It, it's scale-a-palooza. It's fantastic. What order did you guys run the zones in? Because I went, I started over in Stormheim because that's where I wanted to be. That's where I wanted to go. And then I completed the Stormheim and I went to Azuna. Then I'll probably go High Mountain with Valshara being last, um, depending on how my uh, order hall kind of stuff goes. But what about you guys? Marcus, uh, which order did you run them in first? Well, I took the advice of many uh, guildmates and people in forums and such, and uh, I went for my professions first. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get those professions quests, um, they're actually located in one of the uh, the four regions you mentioned there. Yep. Um, so I decided to go with that path, and I went to Azuna first, then okay. uh, High Mountain and uh, Valshara, and now uh, I'm finally in Stormheim. Okay. What about you, Tim? Uh, I started off in uh, Ashara. And right now I'm in Stormheim. Uh, I kind of started off in the Shar because, again, that's where my all the jewel crafting stuff was, and uh, I felt like that was a pretty good pro tip actually for. Hey Tim, you picking, were, yeah. You, were you leveling? You were leveling in 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 Kalimdor because that's where Shar is. I'm not Shar. What's the first zone? The one on the Azuna. The first zone. Azuna. That's what it's called. Azuna. There we go. Now we're now we're on the same page. I was just I was just I was just giving you shit. You keep going, man. Azuna. So yeah, so I started in Azuna because uh, again, that's where jewel crafting was. I'm like, well, I'm gonna start there, and then uh, you know, there's quite a few picks after that because my class all wanted to send me here, and my profession quest wanted to send me here. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to High Mountain for my class all, and High Mountain has been really pretty amazing thus far. And I'm not sure where I'm going next because again, I have more quests. In no, sorry, I'm in Stormheim. I went to Stormheim next. I'm going to High Mountain or uh, Valshara next. Okay, and I can I can personally say uh, I've only done the zone and a half, but Stormheim was magnificent. What was your favorite zone to level through, Marcus? Um, so far, um, I really liked High Mountain. I thought the uh, the quests were really interesting, where you had to go and unite um, all of the factions there. Uh, under the banner of the, uh, what's the name of those torn out there? I thought they were the High Mountain. 
Torn. The Thunder Totems. Thunder Totems, that's that's right. I haven't done too much in High Mountain, so I don't really know. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Aside from that, we've been working on our class halls and our artifacts. What do you guys really think of the your class halls, uh, Marcus? Well, I was kind of disappointed that we, it was going to be like a Garrison 2.0, but uh, I do like the way they executed it. Yeah. It doesn't feel so much like a Garrison did, like as arduous as those tasks were. Okay. Uh, what about you, Tim? What do you think of your your class hall in particular? Well, I mean, we all have the same class hall, and it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's, you know, Warrior Valhalla. Uh, you know, it's it's cool. It's not very big. It's uh, just kind of simple. Uh, it just, I mean, it looks awesome. And, again, it is, they did take a lot from Garrisons and put it in there, but it is way, way, way less grindy. Like, you you know you do your your missions your follower missions in the morning and you have hours before they're done is so, so you feel way less you know pressure to like constantly be checking back in with it is it the frequency of the missions that makes it less grindy for you oh yeah i mean you only have like a couple at a time and mm-hmm. you know i think the the quickest ones i've seen are 2 hours and I am working on like a, one of the traits right now that make it a little bit faster. Uh-huh. But even so, it'll be a couple hours. So really, you know, you're going to log on at night, start a mission, maybe finish it before you log off for the night, and then, you know, do another one. And it'll be ready either in the morning or after you get home from work, in the, you know, the next day. Yep. And, I, you know, the part for me that makes it less grindy isn't necessarily the frequency of it but more so that you don't have so many heroes like the number that you ultimately recruit named heroes is very low and you kind of fill those ranks with these generic mobs that have like a set life there's not 20 things on the thing that you have to counter it's one or two and then you fill the slots with, you know, uh, like basic grunts based on your class hall. So for warriors, it's like shield maidens and um, what is it, Valahar aspirants or something like yeah, that. Valhar, that yeah, Valahar, yeah, yeah, Valahar so, aspirants. So there, yeah, it's just it's you don't you don't need a an add on uh, to do everything because that was ridiculous. You had to like find like the proper combination, and this one it's so easy. You usually have thus far. Like, one counter, which is very obvious, you throw that guy in there, and it goes all the way up to, like, 90%, and you throw in one of these expendable troops, and boom, you're at 100%, and you're done. And you can even go past 100, so it's worth to try and maximize your percentage sometimes. Like, you can either say, all right, I really want, I really like the bonus loot, was what they call it on this mission, so I could theoretically throw in all my named guys in, and get a super high percentage to really go for that bonus loot, or I could spread my name guys out and try and do more missions at one time. And I find that really interesting and way more compelling than loading up, you know, your garrison mission table and then letting the add-on basically tell you who needs to go where to level or get gold or do whatever your thing is because the percentages in Garrison 1.0 were insane. Like to sit down and figure out how to get a hundred percent on as many missions as possible. It just took fucking forever. And like nobody liked that. I don't think at least that I've heard. Um, So are there anything really that you guys don't like 
about uh, your garrisons, whether that be your specific garrison or how garrisons function. Uh, Tim? Uh, yeah. Class all. Stop playing with garrisons because, you know. Yeah. Class we're all, all, we're, all, we're, all, we're all triggered from hearing that word anymore. Uh, no, I mean, they're just, they're kind of there. Like, they're just, you know, a part of the expansion. They're a big part of the expansion. But uh, you just don't feel the need to go camp out in them constantly. Yeah. Which like, is great. They're there. They're useful. You go and you log on. You go do your stuff in them. And then you go do your quests and stuff. And it, it doesn't feel like, all right, I'm pretty much done questing right now. I want to go back to my uh, order hall so I can just sit there and log out there. No, it's more of a trip. Like It's like a pit stop on the way back to Dalaran because you're going to log off in Dalaran because you're going to do a couple things in Dalaran before you get off. So it's like, all right, got to stop by the, the order hall first. I want to you know check my missions, upgrade my artifact, and then I'll keep on to Dal. You know, it doesn't feel like that's where you need to be all the time, and I'm right there with you. Are there any particular dislikes that you have, uh, Marcus? Um, with uh, the order hall you're talking about here? Yes. Um, well, for me, the only thing that I don't really like about, um, like, my, my order hall as a paladin, uh, Light Soap Chapel, um, is I don't really have any way to get to it other than the portal in Dalaran. I don't have my little... Uh, jump through the air like Thor like you guys have um I mean it functions as a portal like it's no it's mechanically it's no different than a portal it's just flavored as you know we get to an area instead of a little circle being on the ground there's a beam of light coming from the sky and you just kind of stand in it and jump off to the to the heavens oh it's in the same spot so you don't really have like a you can't, you can't use it anywhere no in in certain areas in the zones will unlock an additional place which you can jump from but you can't just do it anywhere because if you could do it anywhere that would be amazing uh, so um we were talking yeah, earlier. I, go ahead i assume that works for everybody that like yeah you you get to a certain point like where you know where we see the valkyr where we can jump into valhalla uh, I, I assume other classes are going to just see the portal to their class all. Alright. Uh, like we were talking earlier about professions. So each profession has these long quest chains that you really have to complete in order to maximize your benefit from your said, your said profession. And so, I mean, how far you guys really made it? Uh, Marcus, how, how far have you made it in your, your professions? Well, I'm up to... Uh, the way the professions work, you have to um, do like this quest chain... And uh, like I said before, they send you to each zone, and you have to uh, get items for the guy that's teaching you the new um, techniques. Okay. And um, right now, um, I've uh, I've uh, completed everything in the other zones, and I have to go to Soromar. Okay. Um, so I will be uh, unlocking. Um, I believe it's the items that you need to uh, to like unlock, like the raid gear, like the pre-raid gear. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Has anybody found any super weird or incredibly what would seem like unfair uh, quests while doing your professions, Tim? Uh, not really. I mean, most of the profession quests are pretty easy. Like the first one, I have jewel crafting. The first one was just, you know, go and start mining and bring me like five gem chips and then you know, go make uh, make this gem, and it was it was pretty easy. There's a little mini game for jewel crafting too, where uh, you actually have a gem in front of you, and you use the UI to rotate it and like chip parts off of it. But 
I mean, it's all been pretty easy so far. I just I need to get into the next zone where uh, it uh, it continues and it didn't jive with my quest, my uh, class hall quest. So that's probably where I'm going next. Well, that's kind of neat. As a miner slash blacksmith, there, I would like to say that it's total bullshit that my third quest I have to go find ten fucking foxflower, like is as an herb that herbalists have to pick. Like why? Why, why, why? That's a bit of a problem. As a blacksmith, is it's not even like later in the thing. Like it's the first thing that happens when you come back from your first two quests in Azuna. Is like, no, I need ten fox flower. And the quest says you can either get these from herbalists or from the auction house. Fuck you, quest is what I have to say about that. That's not cool. Yeah, I shelled out about twelve, uh, twelve thousand gold for those. Twelve thousand or twelve hundred. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was come 12, on. It was like a, a couple of thousand per stack of like three. What? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Whoo! Thankfully, granted, this is the sec. This is like the first or second day, so. Thankfully for me, like I had fellow guildies that were herbalists in mumble with me when I found that quest and heard my undying rage. So thankfully, they found, they went and got ten of them for me and sent them to me, which I am greatly appreciative of. Uh, so, I mean, it, it was okay in my circumstance, but, like, I, I find it to be bullshit, really, when you have, this is specifically for a thing that requires, like, you know that the players, who the fuck is going to be a blacksmith herbalist? Well, you see, who? it's not even... Uh-oh. I think we lost Marcus. Did I lose everybody? No, I'm still here. Oh, we lost Marcus. That's great technical difficulties i'm gonna fucking remove him from the thing i mean Tommy wants to go get on my rogue now after this and go like get some fox flower and be rich as hell oh but, yeah no. yeah that's i mean that's ridiculous because like ever like any blacksmith like you have mining you have mining like you don't have you know herbalism yeah who the fuck is a like blacksmith herbalist is is basically what i'm saying like who is a blacksmith herbalist and it does you're right like the price of these mats like makes me i'm gonna level my goddamn uh druid next with herbalist and enchanting so i can disenchant a bunch of stuff and sell the dust it it was like 1200 per dust i saw in the auction house which is crazy that's 1200 for one dust one dust all right i think we have marcus back you back buddy Yes. All right, so we're just going to keep moving on from that. I So that was kind of bullshit, but other than that, it's all right. Like, I don't mind professions having quests that you have to go do that are – it's just more to do, and more to do is often always great. So artifacts, guys. Like, how are you guys feeling about your artifacts, your artifact power, how um, these – how did you feel about the artifact quests in general? Just – artifact me to just write up the artifact hole marcus uh well it's interesting it's uh it's like another twist on um like leveling i guess because the leveling was so fast Mm -hmm. now you have to sit there and and pour um time into getting this weapon powered up and it's uh it's kind of unlocking some different ways that your abilities work and uh different spells in some cases depending on which uh class you have I would like to put a pin in one thing you said. Did you say that the leveling from 100 to 110 was fast? Yeah, it was. I don't. Very I think fast. I think we have to agree to disagree. 
Like, because uh, I leveled through Draenor fast. I leveled through Pandaria fast. And I'm leveling at the same sort of, like, tick. Like, I don't have as much time off, but I'm sort of the same pace through it. And these zones are long. And, you know, it is taking a while to get from each level to another. Like, I wouldn't say that it's the fastest leveling experience I've ever experienced. I mean, how do you feel about it, Tim? Uh, I don't feel it's that bad. I mean, is it fast? I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because, again, I'm not... I really feel like I'm not paying that much attention to leveling. It's just kind of a byproduct of playing the game. Uh, it is... Yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm 105 right now. I played some launch night and a little bit then again, like actually, you know, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday night. And, uh, I mean, it's not been that bad. I'm 99% sure that I'm going to hit 110 probably, if not Saturday, when I have the whole day to play, then definitely Sunday. Yeah, no, I guess that's fair. I mean, I just don't feel like it is as... uh, fast as some people are saying i mean somebody did hit win 110 within six hours but i I still feel like it's it's a it's a slow not terribly slow like you said you don't really notice it like you don't feel like it's it's just kind of there and that's fine so but other like move let's talk about your artifact tim like how did you feel about your artifacts like artifacts in general the spells that's giving you uh how they play into the story of your character so on and so forth uh well my artifact's pretty cool the protection warrior shield is basically uh a scale off a deathwing before he became deathwing so i mean that's kind of awesome uh as you're walking around stormheim uh all the uh what what are those guys called i can't remember not the valkyr the uh the viking dudes vikrul vikrul a lot of those guys, like, when they see you walking around, they're like, holy shit, like, the shield is real. Like, the scale of Netheron or whatever that guy, what he was was called before Deathwing, like, it's real. Like, holy shit. So, like, that's kind of actually cool that the NPCs recognize that you're actually, you know, using this thing. Um, as far as the, the ability, it's not that amazing. Um, it's... Uh, it's kind of uh, just, you know, you, you kind of raise the shield up and it breathes shadow flame and you do a lot of blocks, which is, you know, it's cool. It's it's good for a lot of AoE, but, uh, you know, the, the, the talent tree is pretty amazing. There's a lot of, a lot of shit uh, that have, uh, you, you know, you, you get uh, your abilities are better, especially ignore pain. There's the one I'm going to first makes ignore pain even better, which is stupid. I, I can't even imagine what's going to happen when I get that. What about uh, your abilities on your artifact, Banyu? How are you feeling about the red abilities it's giving you? Well, the first one that I've unlocked is um, it's called Ashes to Ashes. Uh-huh. Uh, it takes your Wake of Ashes and it gives it a dot that does um, about 20,000 more damage than the initial hit does. And uh, it also gives you five Holy Power. Um, with this ability, it kind of really uh, fills ret- Retribution's rotation out. Um, it makes it a little bit... Uh, uh, a little bit more smooth. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, like, they did say that with the pre-patch, like, some classes would feel 
a little empty without their artifact ability. Mine in particular is uh, Odin's Fury or Odin's Fire or something like that, and it is a stupid, crazy burst AoE ability. Like, I went from feeling like I, I just kind of did everything to now, like, nope, I'm back to being the AoE burst guy because it is stupid how much uh, burst AoE I have between uh, Odin's Fury, Dragon Roar, it's just insane and I can't wait to see how it plays out uh, in the first tier of rating. Like I'm super excited to see how I stack against the other um, very competent DPS on our raid team. So just in general, what are some, we'll go around the table and talk about what we like and what we dislike so far with Legion. Um, We'll start over in the corner with Marcus. What are some things you like about this expansion so far just give me a couple things you don't have to go all day on it uh the biggest thing that i liked um was uh the fact that everything kind of flexes so when you're grouped up with your friends and uh dungeons or even doing quests and zones um you can kind of just group up with anybody really and uh the mobs will uh scale to everybody's level so if i am 107 and i have a friend that's 103 uh for me the mob will be 107 and for them the mob will be 103 and that's everybody that has been excellent, especially, you know, when somebody in guild hits that end of that quest chain in that zone that sends you to the dungeon, it doesn't matter if he has a bunch of people around his level to queue with him or her, we can just all go and get it done. They can finish their quest, they can get their uh, pillar of creation, we get some loot out of it, awesome, we just keep moving. Plus, dungeons are nice and quick. What about you, Tim? What are some things that you like so far about this expansion? Uh, I mean, I, I really have to, the, the scaling is amazing. Like, it really is. Um, you know, there's just, I always felt when we're in the middle of leveling, you feel like you kind of lose your your guild, you know, the ability like to play with your guild for just a little bit because everybody levels at a different pace. Some people mm-hmm. sprint to 110 um, because they have jobs where they're off in the middle of the week and they can just or they just have time off. Or, you know, people who we have to wait for the weekend and then we can level. And it doesn't matter. Like, I'm 105 tank. And if I need to go do, you know, somebody says, hey, can someone tank, you know, this dungeon? And they've only just finished their first zone. It doesn't matter. I can tank and it'll be fine. And we can all do a guild run together. And we did that the other night. We did a five-man guild run together with me tanking at 104 uh, one of our healers was, I think, like 103. Uh, two of the DPS were fresh. They had just logged on for the first time. The expansion, they were 100. It didn't matter. We were all the same, you know, doing the same amount of DPS slash healing. Uh, people got gear they needed. It was just, it was a really nice bonus. Yes. No, just I, to do something like that. I can agree. Is the, uh, either of you guys have anything else that you really like so far? Well, I mean, the game is gorgeous, too. Like, this, like, just, it's, the game is gorgeous. Especially, I mean, all of the zones have just been really good. Uh, Stormheim at night, when a thunderstorm is going on, it's just, it's ridiculous. That was happening to me last night when I was questing. I was running through a forest, and, like, this, you know, violent thunderstorms going on while I'm killing mobs. I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yep, you know, I can agree with both those points. I feel like, uh, for me, the thing that I like the most is I was really worried as somebody that, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm really into transmog. I'm really into setting, like making my character visually and all this apart from everyone else that could look the same. And, um, I really enjoy how they've given everybody a sense of class identity, spec identity without making us feel the same. Like, uh, so far, you know, I might have, I might see a few other Fury Warriors, and yeah, they got the same weapon as me, but you know, they might not have switched colors. I'm running around with bright green ass swords, or you know, my transmog, you know, my transmog's still allowed to be different. So that feels cool. Uh, I'm right there with you. The storm, the zones look amazing, and so far, Azuna's been. I've been a little disinterested in Azuna because Cadgar's there, and it's more like you know, demon huntery stuff, and I'm like, oh, fucking demons, I really could care less, so that stuff I haven't been that into, but the, you know, Stormheim fucking blew me away with the, uh, the story, and, because it's a lot of new, uh, Vrykul lore, and you learn, you know, of course, I'm learning more about Helheim, and the Halls of Valor, and all this stuff that's just flat out amazing, uh, you know, you get to a point where you kind of find out what Sylvanas is up to. And as a warrior, you know, it, it's a real kind of catch-22 moment because, you know, you kind of find out what she's doing. And I'm like, as a warrior, I don't know if I really am down with what's happening here. Like, I'm not sure if I'm cool with that. And so that's just great. But some things, you know, not everything is bright and shiny. What are some things that uh, you guys have really disliked so far with the expansion Tim, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, I would have a really hard time saying something I dislike thus far that is Blizzard's fault. I mean, okay, obviously they've been DDoSed a couple times, but that's yeah. not their fault. They've actually been really good about handling that. Um, everything thus far has been really good. Now, we haven't seen exactly what rating is like. Or kind of like the, you know, what it's like to sit at 110 now for a while after our, all this gorgeous questing is is over with but uh i mean i honestly like i can't think of any huge complaints where i could point to and go yeah they could have done that like a lot better what were they thinking they haven't learned their lessons and no like they've like they've really learned their lessons on how to launch a game and how you know to make it enjoyable Okay, what about you, Banyu? Is there anything in particular about the launch or the gameplay of the expansion so far that you really don't care for? Um, I think the only thing that I didn't like um, was uh, I, you know I don't I don't really think I have something that I didn't like. Uh, I've right. been thinking about it this whole time, and uh, it's it's hard. Like what? I think, like, I think yeah, there's, I can... a, there's a complaint like like in okay, so Warlords of Draenor, we all know, like. They screwed up with the choke point in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, we all remember that in the beginning. They really screwed the pooch on choke points in the beginning and grinding out your garrison. And, like, really, honestly, if I sat down and thought about it, like, what what don't I like about this thus far? Like, I, I can't think of anything. All right. Well, I can be the negative Nancy. I'll take the bullet on this one. Um... I want to stay. Everything's fantastic. Fucking love everything, with two exceptions, and they're really two glaring exceptions that kind of pull me out of the moment every time it happens. And first up is bonus objectives. Two things about them. First, 
is even unless you have three or four quests in that area, you are done with what you need to do in that bonus objective long before you reach 50%. And it feels like you can really get bogged down in the same area trying to complete a bonus objective. And if you do decide to stay and cash in on the that bonus objective, the reward for it doesn't seem as significant as it was previously. So I could spend an additional 30 minutes to complete a bonus objective and only gain maybe half of a section, you know, on the on the level bar, which doesn't feel great. Like it feels like I should get more or, you know, it just doesn't feel awesome to really slow down to do this bonus thing and then not get a whole lot for it. Sometimes you get garrison resources, but uh, or order resources or whatever they call them these days. And you know, you might get 200, which in the grand scheme of things is is pennies on the dollar for that kind of shit. Second, yeah, is, I would, no, I would, I would agree with that. Is one thing that is absolutely true that uh, there have been so many bonus objectives I ran across, and I did all the quests, and I'm at 50. percent I'm like, yeah, well, I just don't feel very compelled in finishing this whole area off. Well, see, I don't know. I didn't have that same kind of problem as you guys. I kind of blew through the bonus objectives um, uh, without any kind of issues. I did notice that the experience was very low compared to, uh, like, Draenor bonus objectives, though. And I don't know if that's a difference in how, like, you know, because I'm very very much a glass cannon character now. Low heals, no defensive cooldowns, and I take increased damage when I'm enraged. So I really have to be selective about the mobs I pull unless I have cooldowns off to burst down a whole group. So it is very easy for me to selectively kill the mobs I need for quests and blow through a bonus objective without, you know, getting even close to completing that, that bonus objective. So... And then second, my second uh, big thing that I kind of, you know, it is what it is, but the treasures. Okay, so one of the great things about Warlords of Draenor is there was just these little treasures everywhere. And, you know, some of them were garrison resources, but others were cool toys or a pet or gear. Just something neat that you would find around every corner. Every goddamn treasure is artifact power. And some of it's really only like 20 or so artifact power. And after a while, you need like 20 of those to be worth even a trade on your artifact. So I just find it like I become increasingly less compelled to find out every, like search out every little thing in every little nook and cranny because the reward at the end of that mysterious muzzle uh, maze canyon is nothing. It's 20 artifact power. Like... What am I supposed to do with twenty artifact power? Well, I guess I mean, that... I you know that that is kind of you know, and all will say that is kind of true because you would kill rares and get uh, and and find treasures in Draenor, and sometimes you know you just get garrison resources, but sometimes some like really cool, like you'd have a cool toy or whatever, and most of the time, even killing the rares is like it's just garrison resource, not garrison, but class all resources. And maybe an artifact, uh, you know, some artifact power and a gray item that is worth a ton of gold. And that's about it. Like, very rarely, like, do you find one that drops, like, a toy or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it, it, both my points are rather nitpicky in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of being on the 100% hype train all the time. Like, sometimes I think we need to take a step back and be like, okay, well, no, this, this is great. This isn't. So that's just kind of my example of that. I would recommend people leveling. Go grab those because um, now that I'm at 110, I wish I did have those already to add to what I'm going to need because you need so much. It goes up astronomically, the amount of power you need. So get those while you can. Well, no, I'm with you that it goes up astronomically, but that's kind of my point why 20 and 20 and 20 and 20 and 20 and 20 is, is kind of worthless because you either have to get all of them to make them worth a damn because if you don't get all of them, then it's not enough for anything. So it's either an all or nothing prospect, and that's no fun. You follow me? It does add up. It does add up. Yeah, as you're as you're leveling though, like again, I I've I mean I've I guess cheated. I guess you would say and had handy notes going the whole time. So every time I'm around a treasure, I'm like, well, I'm finding this damn treasure while I'm in the area and clearing them out. Uh, so I mean, if I hadn't, I probably would have missed a bunch of them, and I'd be further behind on my weapon right now. But it's uh, it is gonna be a pain in the ass because I know I already know like I'm gonna hit 110, and I'm gonna feel compelled to go find all those stupid treasures all over the world to, you know, get even more progress done on my weapon. Uh, some of those zones, man, I'm gonna wait till flying unlocks before I have all the the artifact power on those little twenty, little twenty items. Like, uh, no, I'm gonna wait on those. Like, that's I'd rather just do extra something else. Because at the point, at that point, like once I hit 110 and I'm at the point where I'm raiding, like the amount of artifact power I'm going to need to unlock the next rank, 20, 20 artifact power is not going to do nothing for me. And I'm not well, about to spend. Apparently, there's a there's an ability later on apparently that makes your artifact power go up like a lot, like a lot. So maybe no, I think they changed that where they because they didn't want because a lot of people were doing stuff where they were like holding out on things that rewarded artifact power until they got to max level and they made a blue post about how it didn't feel fun to say stumble across artifact power and feel like you wasted it because you could have gotten more later on for it. So they, they, I think they completely took that away. If I'm going to be honest with you, I could, I could, yeah, I could see that. Cause that's true. People were like, should I just hang on to all this stuff or what? Yeah. So, but, um, that's basically it. That's, that, I think that's a good, place to wrap up our discussion of our experience thus far in legion there's a lot of legion discussion yet to come because there's plenty of time left with it it's brand new so we'll have a lot of time to talk about what we're doing uh, up next this is where we would normally talk about a raid encounter or some some form of class discussion uh but you know nobody's really doing a whole lot at max level yet to give a true informed opinion on how to play any particular spec at max level or, and we're not really, you know, I'm not really ready to start putting out uh, raid strats yet. Maybe next week. We'll see about that show. But what we did, or what I did, is I came, I po- compiled all the information I could find on what you need to get ready for raiding in Legion. So this is Raid Chat's guide to raid prep for Legion, if you will. Um, we're going to go down where you need to get your gear class knowledge your enchants gems and your consumables what you should be looking for what you need to be ready to kick some ass take some names and get some loot all right and the number one most important thing that you can do to get yourself ready for raiding is gear up now uh 
we'll just kind of round table, go around and talk about some of the ways there are to gear up. The first most obvious way to gear up are dungeons, okay? And there's three difficulties, of course. So we have normal, reward you with 805 gear, heroic at 825, and then mythic starts at 840. Now that does scale as you go up with uh, difficulty. So, you know, that's a decent start. Tim, where's, where's another place that people can get some gear? Uh, well, I know you can do, uh, once you max out, you can do your world quests in your from your uh, your class hall. And uh, there's apparently some very good gear from there. There's actually uh, a set in your class hall that is not very bad that you can do. Um, and, of course, you're, there's the just the random drop legendaries that you can get from basically anything um, once you hit 110, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, there are some that are very specific for specs, some of the very specific for classes, and for roles, there's tons of options out there. Hopefully everybody gets one. You can only equip one to start. Um, they will unlock the ability to equip more of them as we go on. Banyu or Marcus, what are some? what's another way people can get some gear? Well, uh, once you hit 110, um, you unlock these things called world quests. And um, mind you, you need to have friendly reputation with all the factions out there to unlock this uh, world quest system. Um, They can drop 805 plus gear. They have a chance to proc. uh, I think it's pretty similar to the way the uh, the Warforged system works. And those rewards also scale with your item level. So as your item level goes up, the the, uh, item level on the rewards also goes up. There's also world bosses. that will provide 850 gear, uh, and then when raids open up, they will be bumped up to 860. And there are a lot of raid bosses, guys. There are 11 raid bosses, and each raid boss has a specific slot tied to that boss. So, for example, uh, Flotsam in High Mountain, he's a sea giant, and he drops hands. Uh, I think there's also another guy that drops hands. There's some duplicates in there, but, you know... Uh, there's two or three in each zone. I recommend you know looking them up, paying attention to where those guys drop because it's a very useful source of reputation. Uh, another awesome way to get gear is crafting it. Okay, uh, crafting gear starts at eight fifteen and can be upgraded up to eight fifty with a source called Obliterum. Okay, now you have to do a long quest chain to unlock these eight fifteen recipes, but it's very it's very it's very feasible. To have a completely 850 crafted set. Like you can craft something that's 850 for every slot. Maybe not with just your profession, but you can get them from other people. It is very possible for people to go into raiding at 850. And Obliterum Forge is unlocked once you reach 110 by completing a quest chain. It requires 100 Obliterum Ash to make a single Obliterum charge. And then it requires the one Obliterum and two Blood of Sargeras to upgrade a crafted item by five item levels so it's something that you want to jump on quick and you know it's just you get the obliterum ash by you basically obliterate old crafted pieces so it's it's a really complex resource i think it's going to end up being more resource heavy than you know we think it is but it is an excellent way to gear up and of course the last way to get gear is reputations you most reputations have 820 gear for revered and 850 for exalted so 
get started on those rep grinds early and stay on top of them, people. That's that's a lot of sources for gear. Secondly, uh, the second most important thing for rating is you want to know your class inside and out. Tim, what are some places that people can go and really look up um, how to master their class? Uh, I think right now the go-to place is probably Icy Veins. Like they are really the best. Their guides are really good as to, you know, what to uh, to go to to uh, to see what you should be doing for your class. Um, th- th- there's a bunch of sites out there, but I really feel like they're 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 the go-to. Okay, um, there you can also go to the MMO Champion forums, or even there's some awesome class guide videos on YouTube. Uh, just make sure you're looking for the most current version and also kind of look into the credentials of who's doing the guide like if it's some slap nut that is you know giving you information that's 100 percent contrary to every other source you've read probably shouldn't keep watching that guy's videos just saying um you can also check most of these places for to make sure you are leveling your artifact effectively and also stay tuned here for future class inspect discussions what up next, you also, after you've you got your gear, you kind of know what you're doing, you need to make sure that you enchant and gem your shit, dog. Don't show up with no enchants and no gems, you punk-ass little raider, you. So, Marcus, what should they be looking for in gems? Um, for gems, you want to look for your primary stat. Um, depending on your class, your primary stat is going to be either haste, mastery, or um, critical strike or versatility that you can get out of those gems. Well, I think there's also some for like you can only have one equipped, but there are plus two hundred uh, gems for like strength, intellect, and agility as well. There are two hundred for you know your crit, mastery, versatility, um, and so on, but. Uh, there's also one for your your core stat that you can only equip one of. What are they looking for in enchants, Marcus? Uh, for enchants, uh, on cloak you get 200 to your primary stat. So like you said, that's a like strength, intellect, uh, agility. Mm-hmm. Uh, necklaces are kind of proc based um, enchantments. Uh, they'll do different things. Um, and then for rings, um, you can get 200 plus 200 to secondary stats. Yeah, so those are the the uh, level of enchantment you should be looking for. Um, those are the only three slots that are enchantable this time around. There are no enchants going on artifact weapons as of this point in time. So, you got your gear, right? You know what you're doing. You've enchanted and gemmed your shit. Now this is this is the like this is Jericho's pet peeve. Number one is show up with consumables. Now there are more consumables than you might think but first the most important consumable is your food tim what are they looking for as far as food uh right now it looks like there's some really high level food you know again they i think they have the feast again but the the really the the food you want to go for is the individual stat food for what is best for you and i think it's uh 750 or something like that mm-hmm. um and I've kind of messed around a little bit with cooking. I've tried to really keep up with it, this expansion, uh, to be, you know, to have it relevant and not kind of fall behind for rating. 
because it really did turn out to be something really important that you need to make sure you have the proper food for rating. And uh, it really hasn't been that hard, to be honest. Like, I've just been picking up everything I could. I'm sure fishing's going to be a big deal later on. Uh, that's a real easy way to get uh, mats for cooking. But uh, there's, a, there's a guy, there's a chef in uh, the Horde uh, Inn, who's actually, I guess, was a... I didn't catch this. He was a kid in mm -hmm. Missa Pandaria. Yep. And in the cooking area in Missa Pandaria. And now he's an adult, uh, all grown up. And he, like, he does all the cooking quests and stuff like that in Dalaran. Yep. So, Nomi, uh, I think is his name. Nomi. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. I was like, I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. Like, he's actually grown up now from being a kid who did cooking quests with you three expansions ago. And now he's an adult doing it. But, uh, yeah, I found just a few drops. I've gotten them off a of quest just because I have cooking. And uh, it wasn't that hard to level or find everything. So, And for those not uh, industrious enough to make your own food, if you're going to go to the auction house and drop the big gold on it, uh, if your primary, if your most important secondary status is haste, you're looking for a shari salad, crit, the hunger magister, uh, mastery is the nightborn delicacy platter, and versatility is a sea-battered fish plate. So those are what you're looking for. Make sure you have more than enough in your bags ready to go. Don't be that guy that's getting ready to pull for the last time of night and say, oh, shit, I ran out of food. Because you, sir, are a jackass. I, or I didn't just like, oh, I didn't bring any food or flasks or anything. Uh, flasks are simple. Flasks haven't changed a whole lot. Uh, your stamina flask gives you 1950 stamina. That's the flask of 10,000 scars. All the other ones give you 1,300 of the stat. Strength is Flask of Countless Armies. Intellect is Flask of Whispered Pact. And Agility is Flask of the Seventh Demon. Now on to my real pet peeve. And this is fucking potions, guys. Like, if you are a DPS dealer, and you or damage dealer, and you do not show up with potions, you should just go home, curl up in a ball... And fucking quit for life, okay? Because that 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 is a that that is definitely a Jericho pet peeve, Mike. All right, let's look, let's check the logs. Who didn't fucking prepot? Like, yep, you didn't prepot. That it is it is uh it, like when Aspis Robot started logs or whatever. That was the first thing I did. It doesn't matter what damage we took from one ability. The first thing I went to look at was who's not using a potion. Who's not using their two potions per encounter? For because for those, if you don't know. You can pre-pot. Two, three seconds before the pull occurs, you use your DPS potion, and the cooldown will immediately start before the encounter starts, and you end up with a good portion of that potion used in the opening burst phase of the fight, and then you are left to use another potion in an appropriate burn phase. Now, again, that's if you're not doing that, you are really selling yourself short because, uh, you, you know, it's going to stack with all your procs that are going off at the start, bloodlust, whatever, and that's typically when I use the second one. If you're not lusting on pull, save the second one for either, uh, like, that magic moment where there's a good burn where all your cooldowns line up or for lust phase, lust slash execute phase at the end of the fight. Now, that being said, potions do work a little differently in Legion, okay, fellas? Um, there is no longer a stat potion. All right, you still have your bonus armor potion. You still have 
uh, mana potions and healing potions. Those There's are all a bonus armor stat, though. Uh, or sorry, arm. I think it's just armor. It's not uh, bonus armor. It's just armor. There are no more like strength, agility, intellect potions. What they are are their. I hate to call them proc potions, but that's what they are. And there's one for melee, and there's one for ranged. And melee basically duplicates attacks, and ranged has a chance to send additional projectiles. And they're basically just proc for additional damage. Um, now we've yet to see how that's really going to affect the uh, burn phases. Uh, but if you do not have them going into that first raid then, again, you're selling yourself short because you're not using all the tools at your disposal. Uh, there there have been data-mined augment runes that they're still around. Um, I didn't wasn't able to find a whole lot of information on the augment runes, but they're like 350 to a stat, I want to say. Maybe less, maybe more, but around that range. Um, they're consumables. You want to make sure you have those. Uh, we did talk Vantus runes last time, now that I know how that word is said. There's no H in there. <laughs> um, Vance's runes for the versatility, but that's more of a raid master kind of call. So that's that's everything you need, guys. That's where you find your gear. That's where you you know learn about your shit. That's where you enchant and gem your stuff, and that's what you're using every raid. I. Th- you know that's pretty comprehensive that's really you know you really should be on top of this but we tried to compile most of it uh the gems and enchants you know most of the like for those that don't know crafting is now like there's multiple stages per uh per recipe but that's only to make things cheaper and a lot of that stuff is behind quests and reputation grinds so if you are an enchanter you are a jewel crafter and you're looking to make these things for your raid or for the auction house find the appropriate uh, reputation grind. Do either of you have anything else to add um, that people should have ready before going into the first week of raiding? Uh, Tim, you? Uh, I mean, besides, like, yeah, all your consumables, like, make sure you're geared up. Uh, I I can't stress enough that they're, like, check guides online uh fat boss tv like those guys i don't know who else is going to be doing guides but like read up on that shit those guys know what they're talking about uh i've always said one of my pet peeves i know one of your pet peeves is showing up and not having consumables uh one of mine is definitely when we go to start a fight and somebody says i have no idea how this fight works i'm like oh so you, you don't have the internet and you couldn't look up a guide or something like that so, you know, just go do go do the most basic research on how a boss works before you go in. Even if it's LFR, you know, find out how the boss works. Don't don't be that guy who has no idea how something, you know, how what a boss's mechanics are. Yeah, thanks dogs for barking in the background. I hope everybody can hear my dogs. But no, I'm with you. Like that's not as big as a pet peeve for me because it, it is it is a pet peeve later in a raid tier. So, let's say the raid tier's been out for a while and uh, people are coming in and don't know what they're doing. If you're the guy coming in late, maybe you should do a little research so you can kind of fall in line. But if it's a fresh raid, everybody's their first time in there, first couple times in there. It, you know, it's really my responsibility as a raid leader to say, this is what's going to happen. This is everybody's job because it is very easy. Um, it's not so easy now, but in the past, it was very easy for people to go out and do research independently and discover or 
watch strats that the raid caller uh, chose not to use. They may have gone with the strat over here because they're you know once upon a time there are more than one strat for a fight, but uh, you know yes go get a general idea of what the mechanics are. So when your raid leader is saying we're going to do this with X mechanic, you know what it looks like. You know about what it's going to do. You about know when it's going to come. And that's going to make you individually a better raider. And while a raid team isn't an individual person, it is a... Wow, that was really weird. It is a group effort. And a group effort is made of individual people, right? So it's very important that you, as a raider are tuned in with what you need to do for every raid and what to show how to show up prepared. Am I right, Marcus? <laughs> Showing up prepared, yes. I mean, you know, sometimes people might not um have time to look up the fights and stuff like that, so it is always nice to go over it um beforehand as a raid leader. Right, right. Of course. Um Continue. Um, you know, one thing though, uh, if you don't know a fight, like say you come in there and um, you know you don't you're not sure what you're doing, it, it is it's not bad to. Ask. Yeah. So, I mean, that is just so important to show up prepared. Am I right, Tim? One. Yeah. So that's that's basically everything you need to know. Come prepared. Get your gear. We've given you everything you need to succeed. That's right. Um, next up is where we talk about emails. We won't have any yet, so please send those in. Let me go ahead and pull up that beautiful, beautiful ska music, and we can close out this bad boy. All right, now we're talking. That's my jam. Gets me wet in the rectal area. Just kidding. All right, so here's the deal. Right now, for this show, the best thing you can do is head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Each one counts, and we love you for it. Our current home on the web is at therpgshow.com. You can just click on Raid Chat there and see all the posts. There's also links to our forums there as well. You can go there and talk to us about this and the other shows. You can check out all the other shows available there as well. Currently no Twitter handle specifically for this show or Facebook, but you can certainly send us an email at podcast at the show.com. Just put raid chat in the subject line so it gets sent to the appropriate folder. Well, I think that's until next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Peace. Peace out, and I will see you in Valhalla riding shiny and chrome. <laughs> oh, joy. That's a show. That's a show.